Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. Oh boy, it's been a rough few days. Not for me, but for the New Jersey Devils because Jack Hughes is going to miss the remainder of the season. We're on a four-game losing streak, and overall, it just seems like the light at the end of the tunnel is just getting further and further and further away the further down we drive. So we'll see what happens, but we have a lot to discuss in this episode. Buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. scores! Oh, Steven stepped up, nailed him, Rodora's got the puck, what a shot. The Devils win the Stanley Cup! Testing, testing, one, two. Does this thing still work? Oh, man, there's dust all over this microphone. Okay, let's try this again. Testing, testing, one, two. Oh, wait, I'm on live? All righty now. What is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Chalky, play-by-play announcer, and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. It's been a while, ladies and gentlemen. It's been almost a week since I posted an episode. My apologies. However, as some of you might have already been aware, I was in New Orleans the last few days. I saw the national championship game live in person. I also volunteered at the Final Four. I was also volunteering at the first ever HBCU All-Star game. It was a great experience. I'm glad that I got to witness a couple pieces of history. And I met a lot of uh, well-known athletes and got a lot of autographs, met a lot of great people, went clubbing with my friends. It, It was a great time. And I overall had a great experience and it's something that I would definitely do again. Uh, I highly recommend Bourbon Street. However, the one uh, recommendation that I have is that you got to be prepared, especially at night. The trash starts to pile up because people uh, just start to throw things everywhere, left and right, like it's nobody's business. So my my thing is like, yes, go to Bourbon Street at night, visit some of the clubs, but at the same time, just be prepared. It's not all the glitz and glamour that everyone perceives it to be. And by the way, uh, speaking of Bourbon Street, I actually met a, a hopefully a new fan on Bourbon Street. He was wearing a New Jersey Devils hat, and I just said, hey, uh, I'm the host of Locked On Devils, and I'm a big Devils fan like you are. And, you know, we just talked Devils for a good 10 minutes, and hopefully he's a new listener. Hopefully he's tuning in. So once again, uh, for that fan that I met on Bourbon Street, uh, welcome to Locked On Devils. And here's my show, and hopefully uh, you have a, a good listening experience or watching experience if you're watching on YouTube. But whatever the case might be, while I had a good time in New Orleans, the New Jersey Devils, they've been having a rough go at it. They are currently on a four-game losing streak. And that is the least of our problems right now because Jack Hughes, it's been revealed that Hughes is going to miss the remainder of the season due to a knee injury that he sustained in the game. So his season is done. He competed in 49 games. He had 26 goals, 30 assists. 56 points and a plus minus of negative 16. That doesn't do him justice. He still had one hell of a season. He was an all-star. He participated in the breakaway challenge. This was his breakout year. Unfortunately, it was hindered by a couple of big injuries. Now, here's the thing. We only have 12 games remaining in the season, so I'm not sure if maybe if we had like 20 or 30 more games, maybe he would uh, return towards the end of that hypothetical season. But nonetheless, Jack Hughes is going to miss the rest of the short amount of games that we have left due to that knee injury. And before we talk about Jack Hughes and his injury situation, I want to talk about how the New Jersey Devils went about revealing his injury situation. So the one thing that the Devils seem to struggle with is open communication with the fan base in terms of an injury situation, because this isn't the first time that they've taken so long to reveal an injury situation for a player, because it took a few days before we uh, got the full assessment as to what's going to happen to Jack Hughes. Is he going to be 
day to day is he going to miss the remainder of the season and you know I can't really say week to week because like I said there's only 12 games remaining in the season and we have another game tonight against the Montreal Canadiens so you know there's that but overall it's just like why does it take the New Jersey Devils so long to update us on an injury and it's not like Jack Hughes is a bomb six player it's not like he's a two-way player it's not like he's a player that doesn't have that great of an impact on our roster but he's one of our focal points this season he is the centerpiece for our future he's arguably one of our best players on a team. I think you can make the argument for maybe like uh, Jesper Broad and maybe Dougie Hamilton once he starts to get his act together. But overall, it's just like Jack Hughes is obviously one of our best players. And yet you got us sitting on pins and needles, not giving us one single update as to what the injury situation is. It would be, you know, somewhat courteous if you just said we are still evaluating Jack Hughes's injury. He's going to be going to get an MRI. He's going to be getting an x-ray on his lower body just to see what's happening. They didn't even reveal which uh, part of the body it was. They just said lower body injury. And, you know, that's another thing that I want to talk to the devils about. Like, why can't you have that open communication with the fan base and just give us a minor update as to what's going on with Jack Hughes? I'm not sure if this is a PR thing. I'm not sure if this is a trainer thing. Obviously, as a play-by-play announcer in the sport of hockey, usually I don't like to reveal injuries on air. I don't say like a player sustained this so-and-so injury. Usually I just leave that to the coaching staff. Usually I leave that to the trainers, PR, whatever the case might be, because it's not my responsibility to reveal the severity of a player's injury. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, give a minor update because that's what I do on air. I just say, looks like so-and-so player sustained this injury during the game, is heading back to the locker room, haven't seen him or her on the ice for a long period of time. So I'll give you an update once I get one. But at the same time, it's just like, why can't you do that devils why can't you just give us a minor update as to what's going on with jack hughes and you know thank the lord we got an update albeit it wasn't the update that we wanted but you know we got an update but it did take a few days and you had us sitting on pins and needles as to what's going to be happening to our star player and then you have the audacity to just post about your practice and this is not a knock to amanda stein but amanda stein is tweeting out the line combinations for practice and says that she has no information on jack hughes and all she could say is a lower body injury and that she's going to talk to lindy ruffalo later and now you're putting out our, our reporters at a you know a, a sort of an un- uncomfortable position because they're going to be hounded by questions as to like what's happening with so-and-so player and they don't really have an answer so my thing is like look you don't have to go into detail as to what the injury is but it would be at least courteous just to say uh jack hughes has gone so-and-so to the hospital to get an mri x-ray uh x-rays come out negative he's going to be given an mri whatever case might be i'm not a doctor i don't know what the order procedure would uh be for that case but that's just an example that i would be uh you know providing the devils which is you know just having that open communication with the fan base because i don't want to be sitting on pins and needles as to what's happening with our star player now let's talk about jack hughes because the biggest thing that i've been talking about hughes in terms of his overall development and his overall impact is like you know the biggest what if is what if he was healthy throughout the entirety of this season because he got injured in the second game of the year against the Seattle Kraken. He suffered a shoulder injury and he was out for an extended period of time and he missed a significant uh, amount of games. And I was just like, okay, him being named to uh, the Olympic team, all-star, whatever case might be completely out the door because it's going to take some time for him to fully get back into a situation. And then once he came back, he was put at a winger position by Lindy Ruff. I, to this day, I don't know why that uh, Lindy Ruff decided to do something like that. That made no sense. But overall, Jack Hughes was able to come into fruition. And uh, like I said, uh, he ended his season with 56 uh, points in 49 games played. And 
it just sucks because what if he played in 70 games or 75 games, just a little bit more games so that way his points total can go up a little bit more. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. This was a breakout year for Jack Hughes. He completely took his game to another level. It just sucks that he couldn't reach his full potential this season because he got to get he had to get shut down during the second game of the year and then he also had to get shut down for the rest of the season just recently so you know it just sucks for his overall uh development and in terms of him getting more recognition and attention that he deserves but at the same time Jack Hughes should be very proud of what he was able to do for the Devils because he was able to get players like Sharon Govich out the ringer he was able to just you know make Sharon Govich uh change his overall approach to the game this season because uh, when Jack Hughes was out, you know, Sharon Govich was sometimes out, but as a healthy scratch, he wasn't out due to injury. He was just out because his production wasn't there. And then once Jack Hughes returned, uh, Sharon Govich reclaimed his position in the top six of our rotation. So that's another thing that uh, people don't really talk about Jack Hughes or give him enough credit for is that, you know, despite um, him putting up his major stats and just making sure his numbers are good. He's also good at getting his teammates involved and also just making them uh, better in overall production. So that's another question mark I have for Sharon Govich, which is can he keep up the momentum uh, without Jack Hughes? I I think so far so good, but at the same time, it's just like there's still 12 games remaining in the season, so that is uh, left to be said. But overall, Jack Hughes should be very proud of this season and his overall production. Another impressive thing is that Jack Hughes spent zero times in the sin bin Uh, for the devil so he has never recorded a penalty this season and despite uh, how aggressive he plays the game how fast he runs how you know he's not afraid to get his stick out there and just try to make a play for himself or his teammates he didn't go to the sim bin he didn't go to the penalty box he none of that he was able to have a clean slate in terms of penalty minutes so he should be very proud of uh, his uh, impact in that regards and that should definitely not go unnoticed but the only thing that I can say to Jack Hughes is just uh, get better get healthy and come back with a statement next year because I fully believe Jack Hughes will put his name into the Hart Memorial Trophy race. I think this kid is going places and, you know, am am I overstepping it? Maybe, but I am that confident in Jack Hughes and his overall development because, like I said, he participated in 49 games. He only played just a little more than half the games this season because, remember, we're back to an 82-game schedule and he only participated in 49 games. Just imagine if he... uh, was in 75 games or 80 games just missed a few games not a long extended period of time because his numbers would be I'd I'd say like in the 70s or 80s or something like that and this goes back to my prediction at the beginning of the year because most betting websites most scouts they were saying that Jack Hughes would be anywhere from the 50 to 60 point range and unfortunately he finishes the season with 56 points but at the same time with inflation towards the games he would be uh where I said he would be I said Jack Hughes could get anywhere from 65 to 75 points and I fully believe that I am that confident in him and unfortunately you know after he sustained that shoulder injury early on in the season I was just like okay my prediction might be uh out the door because I don't think Jack Hughes is going to be that good once he returns just because it's going to take him some time to Uh, you know, recover and things of that nature. But I was wrong once again. And Jack Hughes almost made my prediction come true. I'm going to say this is a half correct prediction on my end because I did say Jack Hughes would get anywhere from 65 to 75 points 
um, this season. I don't know the exact number I said because it was so long ago. I really got to start writing down my predictions. But overall, I said that Jack Hughes, he could potentially get anywhere from 65 to 75 points. And like I said, I think this is a half correct prediction on my end because he would have gotten that with ease had he participated in more games and not gotten hurt. But that's just the biggest what up this season. And we're just going to have to deal with it. But I think come next year, Jack Hughes is going to take his game to another level not just another level but two levels up because now he's going to come back fully healthy uh, knock on wood hopefully he doesn't sustain another major injury so that way he is able to suit up next year from anywhere from 90 to 95 percent of the games but like I said great season for Jack Hughes despite him only participating in 49 games and if there's one thing that I have to describe about Jack Hughes and his overall development this season uh, three words I have arrived and I think everybody around the league is starting to realize that so Look out, Jack Hughes is coming for you, Connor McDavid. Overstepping, overstepping, overstepping. But hey, he has the energy to compete. Speaking of energy, this is the time of year that I pretty much have given up on all my New Year's resolutions. Three months in, I know. But not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to Bilt Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you ever tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Bilt Bar's best tasting protein bars. The Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallow-y. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat. And they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good. These flavors are going to be your new favorite. All Bilt Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, Puffs included. 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Most Bilt Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein. Excuse me. Compare that to any candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. They have so many delicious flavors, mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They are all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. If you have, if you think a flavor might be good, they'll definitely make it. It'll be delicious, and it'll be good for you. I have no idea how Bilt Bar does it, but somehow, someway, they're able to find it and make it good. So the offer is go to Bilt.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 50% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 50% off at Bilt.com. And now the second live read comes from our friends at Bet Online. By the way, like I said at the beginning of the episode, I was at the national championship game. So if you bet uh, Kansas to win the entirety of the thing, I really hope you're enjoying your money right now. So BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Championships odds, podcasts, and reviews for all different leagues this season. BetOnline is a continued source for all your sport wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Please remember to gamble responsibly and visit our friends at Locked On Best for all your betting needs there as well. So, I didn't really bet anything in terms of uh, March Madness, but I did enter a few uh, bracket tournaments, and uh, I, I didn't even check my bracket because I got two of the four uh, Final Four teams correct. Unfortunately, I got the championship game wrong. So Villanova failed me, and Duke failed me, and Kansas ended up winning the whole uh, thing, but I, I, I didn't even check my bracket. So if you won in your bracket uh, league and you got some money, congratulations to you. Now, let's talk about the New Jersey Devils and where do they go from here. Well, overall, guys, there's really not much to be said about the Devils and their overall uh, season because this season is pretty much over. Even though there's 12 games left, I, this is going to be a limp to the finish line, especially without Jack Hughes, especially without decent goaltending. The Andrew Hammett experiment has already failed. But like I said, he is a for now situation similar to Nico Dawes. They're meant to just save face. They're meant to just put up good production when need be. But 
Overall, guys, I would expect a lot more losses for the Devils moving forward. Now, we are going against the Montreal Canadiens, so maybe that can even it out. But without our best player, without decent goaltending, seems like Lindy Ruff has lost the locker room. Without consistency in terms of special teams and defense, it, it just looks like the Devils are in the long run right now, and we're just limping towards the finish line because uh, our game against the Boston Bruins was absolutely atrocious. We lost 8-1. to one. That is unacceptable. I don't care if it's the Boston Bruins. I was not anticipating a Devils win, but I was expecting at least somewhat of a decent fight it'd be one thing if we lost like four to one but losing eight to one that's just unacceptable and then against the uh, Florida Panthers yes we were able to walk away with a point and went to OT but I think I speak for all Devils fans because I, usually I'm oh, I'm satisfied if Devils are able to walk away with a point from a game because you know it, it, it's better to walk away with a point than nothing but at the same time I, I, I couldn't care less about the point because the, the Devils blew a 6-2 lead going into the final period of regulation and they completely got shut out in period number three by the Florida Panthers, who scored four goals on them. That is unacceptable. That cannot happen. And this goes back to my point, which is I think the the locker room has been lost by Lindy Ruff, and it, it seems like he is on, on borrowed time because we've been talking about a lot of players like Pavel Zaka, P.K. Subban, uh, a few other players who are potentially on borrowed time for the Devils, but it just seems like Lindy Ruff next year might be the final year of his contract, but I don't think the Devils are going to bring him back next season. I would anticipate a coaching change. I'll talk more about that later in a future episode, but for right now, I got to see how the Devils finish out the rest of the season, but it's not going to be good because right now we're on a four-game losing streak. Two of those uh, four losses were terrible. 8-1 to one against the Bruins, 7-6 to six against the Panthers, 4-3 to three against the Islanders, 3-1 uh, against the the Rangers. Uh, I, I don't know what to say, especially that Islanders game. That was painful to see because Corey Schneider was able to shut the door on us or, you know, not get a shutout, but he played pretty well. I hate when that happens. Fun fact that I'm sure you guys don't want to hear, that was Corey Schneider's first win since March 6, 2020 against the St. Louis Blues. So we're talking pre-COVID was the last time that Corey Schneider was able to get an NHL win, and it was against his former team nonetheless. That is just sad to see, and I just hate it when that happens for the Devils. Yes, that game was close, and yes, the Islanders were able to win by a goal. But at the same time, just the narrative going into that game and the narrative after the game was just painful to see. And I, I just couldn't believe my eyes as to what happened to the Devils. And uh, like I said, guys, I, I really hope for the best for uh, the Devils. But without Jack Hughes, without solid goaltending and without everything else I just listed, this is a going to be a long limp to the finish line. And I wouldn't be surprised if we're going to go on a, another eight game losing streak, quite honestly, because... I, I just don't see the Devils uh, having the firepower or the will anymore, nonetheless, to possibly just slug out a victory. And it's just, it's so hard to see. I know you guys have trouble watching it on TV. Trust me, I have trouble talking about it. But at the same time, it's just like um, th this season was a complete failure towards the end of the year. It w I'm not going to say the season was a complete failure in general because some things were just out of our control, including injuries and COVID. But at the same time, it's just like, uh, in terms of our overall expectations, like I said, the Devils would be a dark horse team. And now it looks like we're going to finish dead last in the Metropolitan Division. It looks like we're heading straight back to the lottery. So we'll see what happens. But overall, guys, this is going to be a long few weeks uh, towards the finish line for the Devils once again. I hate being negative towards the Devils. I really do. But at the same time, I got to give my honest assessment. And for right now... The Devils, it just by judging by their uh, body language and their overall 
uh, effort at times. It just looks like the Devils have given up on the rest of the season. And as a result, it seems like Lindy Ruff has lost the locker room. And like I said, I'll talk more about Lindy Ruff and his overall job security towards the end of the year, maybe when uh, the season is over and he does his um, he, he does his exit meeting interview and I'll break it down. But I, I know Tom Fitzgerald was big on Lindy Ruff and uh, just establishing with him at the beginning of the year that you know, they want to start winning and they want to start winning now. They're done with the rebuild and they want to compete. But is Lindy Ruff really the right person for the job? Because it just seems like this whole season was a huge roller coaster because we started off pretty good at the beginning of the year. Then once Jack Hughes went down, we went down hard. And then uh, after Christmas break, we started to go up once again. And then we went right back down come mid-January. Then after the All-Star break, we went right up again and we were able to have this huge surges of offense. And then Jesper brought in and Jack Hughes were able to put the league on on notice and then once again we've hit rock bottom so it, it's been a roller coaster year for the devils and and it sucks because it seems like it's always been a roller coaster for these past few years and i've gotten to the point where i've been saying like no win is a guaranteed win for the devils because right now we're the bottom tier of the league along with the Montreal canadians and the arizona coyotes and we got uh th- those two teams in our next three uh game scheduled so we got the Montreal canadians today so Hopefully we can come out with a victory. But like I said, the last time we played the Montreal Canadiens, it went into a shootout and we were in a good position to win. Unfortunately, we blew it in the third period. And thank the Lord we were able to walk away with two points. But at the same time, that's not a team you should be competing closely with. And remember, Jack Hughes was able to have somewhat of a big game in our last matchup against the Canadiens. So there's another X factor to consider. And then I guess Arizona Coyotes, uh, I believe the last time we played the Coyotes, Mackenzie Blackwood was in between the pipes for us. And that was his final game of the year. Then he re-aggravated his heel. And now I don't anticipate Mackenzie Blackwood to make a comeback for these next 12 games for the Devils. I'd be genuinely, genuinely, genuinely surprised if that happens. But at the same time, uh, I really hope Mackenzie Blackwood returns because we need all the help that we could get at the goaltending position. But there seems like there's tor- turmoil between him and uh, the front office. So we'll see what happens. But at the end of the day, guys, um, you know, it's been a rough stretch of games for the Devils. And thank the Lord I was in New Orleans and I, I did update the Devils and it's not been good for them. And Jack Hughes getting injury is just salt to the wound. That's not even our biggest problem right now. Well, it, it is our one of our biggest problems, but you get what I'm saying. There's a lot of other things that the Devils need to highlight. Jack Hughes is not just the only issue. So overall, guys, um, you know, just buckle up, as I say, at every uh, beginning of cold opening and just uh, be prepared for the worst because it, it just doesn't seem like it all is going to be ending well for the Devils this year. It just seems like we're going to go on another long game losing streak. We're going back into the lottery. And you know what? I can't wait to be talking about silly season once again. I can't wait to be talking about the draft. But overall, guys, you know, I, I know this season wasn't what we anticipated in terms of us being a dark horse team. And it seems like we've taken a couple steps backwards. But at the same time, I, I just need the team to be fully healthy next year. I need us to make a couple key signings and Hopefully, we're able to just uh, push ourselves over that hump and just get back into the playoffs. But for right now, guys, with Jack Hughes being injured, with uh, our goaltending being atrocious, Andrew Hammond not really uh, helping us in that regards, and uh, just the inconsistency in, in some other aspects for the Devils, I just... Like I said, it's going to be a long limp to the finish line. So I want to end the episode on a positive note. So these next few players I'm going to list, I've already been having somewhat of a decent season. So, uh, But like I said, just trying to end on a good term for this episode because I don't want to seem like a negative Nancy. So Sharon Govich, Heesher, and also Brat, I guess it's their time to just fill in the void for Jack Hughes. But we'll see what happens. Leave a comment down below on YouTube. Let me know what you guys think. If you're listening on a podcast streaming service, uh, hit me up at TreyMat4 
or the show's Twitter page at Locked On Devils and give me your guys' thoughts. As for today's episode, that's all time I have for you. So thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. And let's hope we can slug out a victory against Montreal Canadiens. I thought I would never, ever have to say that. But we'll see what happens. Thanks for listening once again.